Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4 episode 21 of this daily study podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we take our usual pause from our Come Follow Me studies for Monday uh, and we have a look at some listener comments and continue uh, something else that we've been studying uh, as well. Um, thank you so much for the comments that I've got on Facebook. I've been really pleased and happy to see uh, people sharing their thoughts on their study and giving their insights and their perspectives. That's really why one of the main reasons why um, Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me was created. First and foremost, it was a place for me to record my study. Um, I've, I've kind of sporadically uh, made study journals over the over the years, but had never really like been consistent with that. But being able to record my study uh, with audio uh, rather than writing it for me was a much easier, much quicker and um, much more effective way of doing this. So that's the main reason. But I also wanted to have the opportunity to share my thoughts with others and then have them share their thoughts and hear their insights. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, So on Facebook, uh, the Facebook group, which is Church of Jesus Christ Study Session, um, there have been a few comments regarding our study uh, this week of the Council in Heaven, the the Fall, uh, and other areas. Um, So first of all, a couple of comments about the Pre-Mortal Council. Uh, One listener said, I know this is a little weird, but when when you were talking about this, it reminded me of the Harry Potter books when Tom Riddle recently renamed Lord Voldemort, comes to Hogwarts School to apply for the job of Defence Against the Dark Arts teacher. He says he wants to train children to protect themselves, but Headmaster Dumbledore knows it's really so he can recruit them and build up his army of Death Eaters. It just made me think that while Lucifer is saying, I'll do it and save everyone and make them all return to you, Heavenly Father really knows his true intentions. Maybe Lucifer wasn't trying to raise an army of followers, but his intentions were obviously selfish and God saw through his words to his intents. I think that this um, this um, comment from a listener is very interesting, and actually it made me think about that, and consider kind of the similarities and differences between the two. Obviously, for those who haven't read the Harry Potter books, uh, and, it, and you really have, to have had to have read the books to, uh, to get this uh, reference, because this particular plot point isn't in the films, from what I remember. But uh, yeah, as, as, they, as the uh, listener says, uh, the villain Lord Voldemort when he's younger and he's kind of gathering his followers and, and building this um, following after him, he comes to the, the school uh, and wants to work there or says he wants to work there. Um, and there is definitely a, a selfish intention behind that. Uh, and the headmaster, Dumbledore at the time, um, says, no, um, you're not going to come teach here because he sees through that. And and so I think that this link here between uh, what Satan wants from from being the saviour of this plan that Heavenly Father has created or had created um, obviously had its own selfish intentions. In this this case, uh, it was, of course, that he had the glory um, and the power uh, that, that the Most High had um, so I think that uh, that's a really interesting uh, parallel uh, between the two. Um, moving on to the next um, comments, uh, the, on the same uh, kind of topic, they said, I believe that it was only one plan. Lucifer didn't have a plan. He just opposed Father's plan over the subject of agency. I think that's interesting, actually, uh, to point out, because, yes, as we discussed um, on the podcast, 
there wasn't two plans put forward by Satan and by Christ. There wasn't even put two plans put forward by Satan and Heavenly Father. There was one plan. There always was one plan. Um, but it was the, the role of Saviour, the role of the only begotten, um, that Lucifer uh, was trying to um, receive. Um, and by the way, um, I, I realised that I didn't even get a chance to refer to the fact that when we were talking about the Cain and Abel story over the last couple of days, that that is a very close parallel between um, this, between Jehovah, as he was, in, in uh, the Old Testament, or Jesus, uh, and Lucifer in the premortal existence. Both of them made an offering. One of them made the offering in complete um, dedication to their father. The other made the offering for their own self-gratification and for the wrong intentions, and theirs was rejected. And their anger and hatred and their, their wrath from not being selected led to a great split in the family and great sorrow. Um, and that, of course, is exactly what happened with uh, with Jesus and, and Lucifer and this selection of, of being the saviour. Because as we know that Lucifer becomes Satan, he's very wrath, and he takes uh, a, a third of the host of heaven with him. So I just wanted to make that link in there as well, which we hadn't had a chance to. But yeah, great comment. Um, and interesting that, yeah, Lucifer didn't have a plan. He just wanted to take the glory for himself. So... Um, that was interesting. Another comment came in uh, regarding the forbidden fruit and how Adam, Adam and Eve partook of that um, together. Um, they say, upon listening to your comments of Eve giving the forbidden fruit to Adam, I cannot help but feel that Adam's response to Eve was one of total trust in his beloved companion. Eve had clearly weighed up the pros and cons of her decision. Adam must have done so. She had done so and done so freely following her example in complete faith. Um, as one who, is, who has for 35 years now often followed my sweetheart's example, it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, of course, that is a, a point that uh, we didn't make in the podcast in terms of the reasons why Adam may partake of the fruit. Um, I suppose we focus more on um, the fact that Eve indeed had weighed up the pros and cons about how it was his. Uh, it was her reflections and considering, uh, considering why it had to happen. But then, in terms of why Adam partook of the fruit, um, I guess I focused on the the sense that he knew that the father's plan or the father's commandment was to multiply and replenish the earth. That they were to be together. That they were married, and so he partook of the fruit because he wanted to keep that rather than be a, a lone man in the Garden of Eden. However, I think this comment is exactly right as well, that it's, it may well be also the case that he listened uh, to the... Uh, it, um, I mean, of course, we don't we, we, we won't have written down and we don't have written down all the conversation that took place between the two. And it may well be that Eve explained her position, why she partaken of the fruit, and to Adam this made perfect sense. Or it may well be that he just trusted that she had considered and and knew this was the right thing and perhaps he had been pondering over and reflecting over the, the tensions that we discussed as well between not partaking of the fruit but also being commanded to multiply and replenish the earth and so this led him to uh, to partake of the fruit with her as well uh, a really interesting comment there and then finally uh, we brought a conclusion to this discussion of the fall and we made reference to the to the phrase rule over and how that uh, has some um, can have some 
uh, negative connotations for those who take that and, and make the wrong um, impression from it. Another listener commented on this by saying, when you were talking over the controversial term rule over, it reminded me of part of the discussion of Eve taking the fruit without even consulting Adam. Maybe the rule over is meant to be rule with, so that Eve and Adam too, I'm sure, will remember to include the other person in their decisions. That no longer will Eve just go and do something she's thought through on her own, but they'll discuss all major decisions together. It just seems to me to be the best type of relationship when that can be done. I think that's a really interesting insight, uh, and again, one that I hadn't considered, that perhaps rather than being rule over, um, that Adam will rule over her, that it will be a, a ruling with partnership, because Eve herself, in, in, to get into this position, had taken an action, as mentioned by the previous comment, really, uh, without discussing it with her companion. Uh, and so it's a teaching point, perhaps, to Eve, to whilst obviously what she did was the right thing and had and was needed to move the plan forward, that perhaps she took the time to discuss it with Adam before then making that choice. A, a very interesting insight, uh, and uh, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on that um, as, as, uh, as, as we conclude this, um, as we think about and reflect on last week's study. Uh, because of the brilliant listener comments we've had, uh, this brings us to the end of our episode. So thank you so much to our listeners, because we've again had another episode where it's just been focused on your comments and your insights. And I've learned so much from those four comments alone. And so please do share your comments uh, on the Facebook group through the week if there's something that stands out to you in our study of Come Follow Me, or indeed if you've studied anything else that you find particularly interesting alongside Come Follow Me or or separate from, uh, then please do share it on the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you very much for your time for listening, and until we meet again.